What's up, everybody? The Icebox Pod is back, episode seventy-four, um, which is actually insane. Seventy-four episodes is a lot, yeah. but nonetheless, we're back. We both attended shows this past weekend, um, which I'd say is not super common, just because no, it's pretty rare. Shows, yeah. So that's exciting. I know basically nothing about your show experience. Um, and I don't think you really know much about how mine was. I know, so, uh, I know almost nothing about yours. Yeah. So this will be a pretty, um, fresh pod. Nothing. We're not really going into this one knowing too much. Um, and then we also have apparently a mistake or a, a mishap on Robbie's part, which I also know nothing about. So we're going to learn about that as well here. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's let's get into it. I mean, what what do we got going on? We got we got a lot going on. We I don't know where to where to begin. I guess first place to just right off the bat before I start asking you about your show is did we get paid by PWCC yet? If the answer's no, then we can quickly move on. The answer is no. Well, we can Hopefully quickly move week. on. Hopefully next week, someday, someday. Well, that we will that waits till next week episode 75 material yeah 75th anniversary special episode 75 is where matt rains down i don't know fire on on pwcc i mean i hope so i hope i'm hopefully it's not episode 76 yeah (laughs) but okay is it the lansing show that you went to classic classic matt sports card show material yeah yep lansing show um pretty pretty typical lansing show um pretty good they have they've just gotten to the point where there's such a good assortment of dealers now which is just so nice like he'll he rotates them too so like i'll see new faces and i'll see new people so it's honestly really becoming one of my favorite shows, which is super nice because it's a very frequent show. It's once a month. And usually those once a month shows get like watered down so fast. Yeah. But, when With how often you go there, it feels like it's every week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's once a month. So it's a very, uh, it's reoccurring often. So, but it's, it's a great show. Um, a lot of people looking to sell this one was one of those shows where I didn't really do a ton. I did probably like three or four deals, but they were all like pretty good deals. Um, but there was just a lot of interesting stuff to look at, which if there's a good variety at a show, even if I don't do too much, it's like, all right. Like it was still a good, like I can still respect the show. Like there's, it's not just junk slabs everywhere and stuff. Like there was a lot of like patches, autos, and and interesting stuff like that. A lot of uh, like inserts and weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like a lot of like downtowns. Um, really? Yeah, just like a lot of like interesting stuff. But hmm. well, how was kind of cool? You went to Philly or Pittsburgh? No, it was Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. It's probably okay. the second largest show in the region, which apparently is 
going to be a quarterly event now. Sounds like it could be back in June. And what was it before? I don't know. I thought it was a yearly. Before. Oh, okay. Gotcha. At least twice a year. But if it's back in June, that would mean it's quarterly. So right. for we'll see. Apparently it was much more apparently they had to move venues based upon the dealer sign up for this. So they relocated, unfortunately, to a less convenient by like 15 minutes each way uh, mm. venue. So, I mean, it's a it's a little bit of a drive. I mean, it was like 45 miles, which, you know, it's playing on the others. I mean, it's south of Pittsburgh by a decent amount. And I live de- north of Pittsburgh by a decent amount. Mm. OK, but so, I mean, it was 50 minutes solid solid 50 minutes each way and how many tables are we looking at apparently 160 is what they said okay so a good size oh yeah i mean there's i mean it was like a whole mall concourse actually Hmm. pretty smart i mean it could the mall is was not much to look at i don't know maybe it's just because everything was closed at the time but the parking lot of this mall was full the whole mall parking lot basically was full up off of this card show. But the mall didn't open till 11. And the card show started at 9. So, like, oh, yeah. it was just a mall with literally only card people in the entire mall. Because the stores weren't even open. And I left before yeah. the stores opened. So, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if my expectations were not in the right place, but it was a lot, a lot of cheap stuff. Like a lot of, lot, a lot of ultra modern. There was a decent was amount. Like a vintage heavy. No, the the other Pittsburgh show is heavy vintage. Oh. The other one is eighty percent vintage. I would say maybe more. Oh, and gotcha. I I was talking to guys at the show, and they were like. I was talking about the Monroeville, which is the the location of the other one. This one's a place called it's Washington, PA, technically. And the other one's in Monroeville. But the one in Monroeville is a very vintage-heavy show. And those guys are like, like, you guys go into that? And they're like, maybe. But that's really just so heavy vintage. And I was like, it is truly extremely heavy vintage. But this was heavy ultra-modern. A lot of young people. Young vendors, although I will say there were a surprising number of extremely old vendors with all ultra modern cards, which was odd. Hmm. I think it might just be the demographics of the region. There were a number of old vendors, like not sub 35, like I'm talking like north of 60. Yeah, with the ultra modern. Yes. They had ultra modern, and it, it and they were north of sixty. Was it good ultra modern? No, it was not. Although I talked to people, I talked to a guy who set up on IG. I didn't. I don't know what he looks like, but I know his IG handle, and he was there. And he said that he had a um uh set up and set up with ultra modern, and he said he did super well. He said, like, he absolutely killed. And, I mean, the tables were swarmed. Like, it was hard to even go up and look at these tables. Like, every table 
had people looking at it. And it was hard to get up next to any table. So it was packed. That's a good sign, at least. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to look at the tables. Every dollar box had someone already at it. I mean, it was it was packed. So I think if you were a dealer, you did well. Because clearly the stuff moved. But I, I don't know if it's the demographic of the region. It's just not as much the big money as like some of these other more influencer shows. This is, I mean, this is like I would call it a souped up, like local, standard local show. It's like okay. kind of what you would expect from a standard local show that would be relatively unimpressive, except you multiplied it like times five. And then it became just because of its sheer size, relatively impressive, I guess is what I would say. Yeah, that's interesting. At least it was packed, like walking around. It was packed. Yeah, that's always such a good sign. It was, and clearly people were buying this ultra modern yeah. stuff. Tons of basketball, couple tables with some. I mean, people, I think because the it didn't pull pull that much. Although Nash Cards was a sponsor of this. Oddly. They were like the flagship sponsor of the show. But tons of Pittsburgh cards. Tons of Steelers. Tons oh. of Pirates. And I'm not going to lie. Vintage Baseball was present at many tables. So. Okay. There was a lot of vintage baseball, but there wasn't a lot of that stuff that I'm interested in. There wasn't a lot of that, like, 2000 to 2015 patches and autos. What about hockey? Almost none. Okay. Yeah. There I were a couple guys who had a couple things, but there was not much that got me excited. There were a couple guys with a couple cards, but I'm relatively picky. So, like, there was a guy who had, like, three Sid autos, but, like, that was also the same guy who told me a TJ Watt flawless auto was the steal of the day at $300, and grading that a PSA 9 would be worth $600, and I would be fool if I didn't buy it. Uh, later that night, that was the out of 20. Later that night, the out of 25 comped at $105, and I was like, yep. Yeah, maybe a little hometown upcharging there. Oh, yeah, he was like a used car salesman. He was really aggressive. Oh, really? He Those showed me like 10 or 15. He had like 10 TJ Watt autos at his table. Hmm. And he's like going through them. He's like, I got something for you at any price range. And I thought, well, they're all overpriced, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. had a guy tell me that a you know that star rookie lebron yeah i think so i i had a guy tell me that an sgc 8.5 of that uh would be worth like $600 and i think that's probably a $100 card and i was like cool i'm done with you now <laughs> oh yeah I just Googled it. Yeah, that card's not even close to that. Yeah, he's like, I think 600. And hmm. I was like, he's like, the out of 25 did over 15,000. So I think 600. 
would be fair. And I was like, okay, buddy. Sayonara. Only walked away with one card. But I got close on a Troy Paul Malo Hall of Fame inscribed auto. Which would have been cool. But no deal. Had to walk away. Yeah. Good amount of Kenny Pickett. Would you say it was worth it still? Oh, yeah. It was fun. It was good to see what was out there. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed looking at the Steelers cards. I enjoyed getting kind of a lay of the land. It's packed. And the Ultra Modern was selling, which was encouraging to see tons of mosaic football, tons of George Pickens and Kenny Pickett from the new mosaic football. I, I can see that. But yeah, it was all in all a good time. Wish I would have came away with more. Wish it would have been more like cool patches to look at, but hey, it was still a good time. Yeah, yeah. At least, it, at least it was worth the trip for you. Definitely worth the trip. Fun time. Yeah, that's how. That's how I think Lansing was for me. It was like not. It was, it was not nothing like too special or anything. Yeah, but easily worth the trip. And it's fun just to see people that I see there every month. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of has some now, conversations, but no, I want to get kind of I want to get the feel of these shows that you go to. This show had almost nothing north of five hundred dollars. Is that the way this Lansing show is? Mm, I would say no. You would say no. No, I'd say there's a good amount of high end there. You would say there's high end even. Yeah, like I would say there's like you could easily walk around and find stuff over a thousand. Oh, okay. That was not the way this show was. There was almost nothing north of 500 this show. Hmm. Except for a couple vintage baseball cards. If, if you huh. remove the vintage baseball, almost nothing over 500, I think. That's interesting to me. Anything that would be valued by a normal card market understanding person at over five hundred dollars because there were people asking plenty for, uh, <laughs> yeah for that's some stuff. The case. i yeah. had the same guy tell me the tj watt patch auto is worth nine hundred dollars last comp was 150 yeah the hometown upcharging will really get you yeah <laughs> that's six x <laughs> a little steep a little steep <laughs> yeah yeah, if I if I could do that, I would just quit my job and go go on eBay, buy every TJ Watt auto, and then just try. Just to... buy every single one, sell them six X. Yeah, it'd be like back in peak card market times. <laughs> yeah, just get rich fast, get rich overnight. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely shows by me where you don't see high end, like. Yeah, I mean, there's there's one show by me that I go because it's ten minutes away. Mm-hmm. but yeah there's no high end i mean if that show was any more than 10 minutes i don't think i'd go mm-hmm. like you put it at 20 minutes and i'm like eh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so close and so i go but yeah there's no like high end there but i don't know a lot of the shows i do go to i would say have high end or like higher end, like over five hundred. Over five hundred dollars, where I'm drawing the line. Yeah, yeah, over five hundred. 
you know, some like over a thousand, you're pushing it, but over 500, I'd say most of them do for sure. Yeah, this show had some like, you know, there'd be guys and you'd have like one or two cards, but it wasn't like you go to a showcase and you had like a showcase of $500 cards, you know? Right. Yeah. Or like even a showcase of consistently like 250 plus cards. Not that I was looking to spend $500, but I was looking for like a good $200 card, but couldn't come away with anything. Yeah. Nice to go to a show, though. Oh, yeah. It was fun to get around. I was happy I, I didn't have to work. True. Yeah. What else have you been getting into? <clears throat> I know you uh saying you made some sort of mistake here. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know nothing about. The mistake is pretty stupid. Also, the mistake is a whatnot-related mistake. Oh, man, I don't like to hear that. I know, you hate to hear it. You hate to hear it. Well, for, the first part of this is a success where I won a hobby box on the Card Collector 2 whatnot stream. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did hear about that. Huge dub. Very excited. Awesome. Right. I'll probably... I was thinking about, do I just sell it and, like, cash out, like, 60, 70, 80 bucks... I thought maybe, and then I thought, nah, I might just open it one pack at a time for like many weeks, which would be fun. So I think I might do that. Oh, yeah, you'll have to update us with what you do. Who knows? Maybe you'll pull something like crazy. I know. I thought it could just be fun, especially since I didn't pay for it. Like, Yeah, if you didn't buy it, it makes it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, it makes it a ton more enjoyable because I ex would expect to get almost nothing. But then we reached the second phase. Yeah. Of, so these whatnot people were had tons, the big guys like Card Collector 2 and like Pac-Man, other people who I probably don't follow or care about, had these huge whatnot streams with tons of cards for sale. And then every now and then they would run like a pack of 2018 Prism or a box or something as a $1 starting at $1 auction. And okay. I was watching it to enter these giveaways, but, I, but you know, I was bored. So I would like swipe to bid, you know, every now and then I, like when it, the prism pack that, which is valued at like, you know, they were going for like $250 when it caught, when the bid was $25, I would bid $25 just for fun. Right. Well, and I would the the point is is that when it was way under its appraised value, I would I would do this. Well, then I thought that we were still a long way away from the appraised value when I bid oh. three hundred and fifty dollars for oh. a no no for I bid three hundred fifty dollars for a twenty twenty one contenders hobby box, and then I was stuck with it. And as they read, congratulations, four and two sports cards. I was like, pain. I was just trying to have some fun <laughs> and just hit the bid button with and, and not buy it. So now right. I have this coming. So what do I do with it? What is I, it part worth? of me? It. So I had to look at the comps. The lowest comp I've seen over the last three months is the three hundred fifty dollars I paid. Now I paid taxes though, so it's like three hundred seventy-five. I paid the lowest comp I ever saw was three fifty-five plus twenty dollars of shipping. Some of 
they sit usually it looks to be in the 390 to 415 range so we could just sell it at a small loss on ebay and get rid of it sure but what do we do do we keep it for a while i <laughs> i really do not want to open it i really do not <laughs> I want that i that is to be avoided at all costs because this was I was just supposed to be having some fun pressing the bid button without actually <laughs> spending any money. This sounds so stupid when you say it, but uh yeah. What I do I do, that. Matt? It's coming. I mean, yeah, you could probably sell it. I guess. Do I keep I mean, it until the start of the season? Yeah. Do you think it will go up in value? Honestly, probably. Do you think? Like, I was wondering, do I hold this thing until like July or August? And what then I. It? It's Trevor Lawrence. I would think that would go up in value with fields in it. And it has fields in it too. I would yeah. think it would go up. I mean, maybe. That's probably not actually, probably not even the worst buy, honestly. Well, at least, at least you didn't bid on like some like Cam Thomas, like. It it could have been worse. I could have bid on one of the Prism basketball packs, which I I I did bid on them because I pressed the bid <laughs> button just for fun on on those yeah. too. But I on this one I got I got greedy because it was three hundred fifty dollars and I was like, ha ha, the twenty twenty one sold for six hundred and fifty dollars, and I was like, we're so far away, and then yeah. I did a stupid thing and I pressed bid and. It could have been worse. The prism packs are just like blowing money immediately because they ripped them. And then you lose all your money. True. Yeah. So and that I would have been really sad. Yeah. I would have been really sad. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe you would have pulled like some gold or something. Yeah. Who knows? Would have pulled the local one on one. But do we, but if it was you and you had accidentally bought this box, do you, I, I need to get the money back. So we're either selling it now or we're going to wait until July or August to sell it. What do we do? I'd probably just look to see what's active on eBay mm -hmm. and then just toss it up there. Like if like if you can put it up. Just get it sitting on eBay? Yeah, like if you can put it up for like 500 with like an OBO yeah. and then just see like what offers kind of trickle in. As long as like, you know, if there's one on eBay for like three seventy five, then yeah, you're probably not getting your five hundred OBO. That's not going to draw much interest. But if there's like a limited supply of active ones on eBay, then I yeah, I put it up for like five hundred and just see what offers come in. Maybe that's not a bad idea. You maybe you yeah, you just list it a little high, not list it in desperation mode to sell. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not at a desperation mode price, but at a at a well, maybe something good will come along and I can get rid of it. If not, we wait until July or August, see if we can get rid of it for more then. Yeah, that's probably what I would do. You don't have to be in like a huge hurry to get rid of it, I guess. Yeah. I need to bury it in a dark corner where I never uh rip it. Yeah. What what do you even get in that? Five oh, autos, only one on card though. Oh yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, those football boxes are tough because there's so many bad players in there where it's like you so, so many. Even the on-card autos are not all decent players. Not no, even like you decent. Hear, you hear five autos and you're like, oh, I'm bound to get somebody good. But it's just like the checklist is so big and so many like offensive linemen are just sitting in there and <laughs> definitely a definitely a risky, risky box. Well, four of the autos are basically trash. Right. And then there's one auto left. Yeah. That's what we have. That's what we have coming our way now, Matt. Yeah, that'll be a cool mail day. Well, I have an actual mail day coming, which I'm very excited about. Whatnot's dangerous, I think. I don't ever go on it, but... Dude, people are blowing money left and right on Whatnot. People are like all... It's like you look around... And everyone's a millionaire the way they're spending all this money on this thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Really, the cost of product is is traumatizing. Yeah. Dude, it, I mean, I just watch people bid like $300 for a pack of 2018 Prism Hobby and get pennies. And I'm like, dude, this man's just depressed. This man just lost $300. Prism is the worst for that kind it of It is by far the worst. Yeah. You get you can rip like a fifteen hundred dollar box of Prism and legitimately not get five dollars back. Like yes. there are there are boxes that are that bad. Like it's it can be brutal. But then that one person rips their box and they get hundred thousand dollar finite. So it's wild. It is a little scary to watch, but that is where I've been immersed. That was what I've been immersed in, the conflict over when to get rid of this. But I appreciate your input on this matter. Moral of the story yeah. is I'm not, I will not bid for uh, the fun of it anymore because <laughs> it was not fun when I won. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. Yeah. Oh, you got any good mail days coming in? Mm, not really. I'm kind of done buying for the PC, honestly. Oh, really? Started, yeah, I started like selling a lot of it. Um, or not not a lot of it, just like a couple things. I don't know. Kind of trying to save up for a house, so it's like... The well, PC this is buys. counterproductive to that. Yeah, the PC buys and then like the saving for a house, they don't go. They do not go very well together. No. So trying to stay away from that a little bit. There's really not like too many cards I really want for like PC though. I know I've talked about that before, but like I'm pretty happy with where my collection is. So like everything I buy right now is just like flip it. Like the only thing that I really will never have enough of is I just love Jackie Robinson cuts. Yeah. But like that. Those are not very good for mission save for house though. No, horrible. Those are those are very bad for that goal. Yeah, horrible for it. But hopefully none get listed so they're not tempting. Or hopefully they get listed and go for super high prices. That's what's happened in the last couple times. Is they've gotten listed and they just go for insane prices. And I'm like, all right, well, I already have two, so the value of my two just went up and I didn't spend money, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so not all bad. 
but yeah, nothing really coming in the mail. Um, honestly, not really many shows coming up either that I know of. I mean, I'm sure I'll find out about some, but not many that I know of. So I don't know. It might be a little break from cards here for a little bit. A little dormant for a little bit. Yeah, just sit on the sidelines and watch for a little bit, which is market's kind of weird right now anyway, so it's probably not the worst. No, I, it's definitely not the worst. It's just nice, too, to have cash ready just Ooh. in case, you know, some like collection gets offered to me or some some guy has like a PSA sub coming back and wants to sell it all or some something like that. Just nice to be just nice to be ready. Can never go wrong with having cash ready. No. I my cash that was supposed to be ready is now in a contender's football box. <laughs> so you're also ready for mistakes like that. That's true. Yeah, hopefully I don't have many of those in my future. I don't I don't even have whatnot. So we're steering clear. It's better that way. I might need to delete it. Not that I, like, go on it for, like, fun. Like, I literally had not gone on whatnot in, like, six months. <laughs> and then I got lured in just... And I, I, I didn't even want to buy anything. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. You'll have to keep us in uh, in the loop because maybe that mistake might make you a little bit of money. May I mean, I guess I, I could get lucky. You never know. Yeah. Or you could Who rip knows? it. Super lucky. No. No, Matt. <laughs> Bad. There'll be no yeah. ripping. That's not good for mission save money. True. Yeah. Ripping, ripping, ripping is probably one of the worst things to do. I'm not the way I view it is if I rip that box and I get trash, then I need to like basically part with a three hundred dollar PC card. And I am not willing to do that for opening that stupid box. <laughs> And with that in mind, no. there will be no ripping of that box. The the baseball box, on the other hand, I will rip because it'll be fun and yeah, it will box. not. It was free. Yeah. It's also just cheaper to begin with, and it'll be fun. So, yeah, best of luck on that one. Hopefully, you can pull something good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We shall see. Who knows? Maybe uh, I don't know. Really, if I could get like an auto as my hit. I would be that honestly that would be good enough and I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, what are like the what are the cards you want? Like what are the good rookies in that one? Adley Rushman is the big one. Who else is in there? Riley Green Riley is in there. Green. Yeah, I I really like Riley Green. I I would be happy with a parallel of a rookie too. Like good rookie parallel. That'd be fine. Yeah. I, I like Riley Green. I mean, obviously, I'm kind of biased because I'm a Tigers fan, but I actually think he's going to be, like, very good. Dude, my fantasy team. Has Riley Green? No, but it has other guys who are going to be – who are young and going to be good. Do you, do you have any Tigers players? Probably not. Oh, no, I do. Who do you have? I have Javier Baez. Oh. He was a late-round pick. Yeah, I was going to say, there's an, he must have been late round. I have him. He is my only Tiger, I think. Yes. 
I currently have four hitters on my bench and only one pitcher, which is a problem. But we're stashing talent, Matt. Yeah, season hasn't started yet, so you've got some got some time here to make some moves. There's time to stash talent. You heard it here, guys. My team's going to be great. Jordan Walker and Anthony Volpe on the bench. Both of them? Yeah. I picked them both up off uh, waivers after the draft. Oh, I just dropped yeah. two guys, picked them up, and was like, yeah, this seems like a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I got to imagine one of them does well. They both, when they when each one made the opening day roster, I picked them up. Oh, did they, they announce that all and everything? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is almost opening day. Dude, it's about a week away. Yeah. Wow, that came fast. I honestly didn't even realize that. It's almost April. Yeah. Dang, Saturday, right? That's opening day? Whoa, wait, is it? April 1, right? I don't know. It's I I now I now I'm the one who looks like a bad fan. I have no idea. I thought opening day was always April one. No, it it moves around a little bit. Oh, let's say April one's a Saturday. April one is no games. Two April two is opening day. Okay. Actually, I might have lied to you. I lied. Uh, whoa! Whoa! Opening day is the day this podcast will air. March 30th. Really? Yeah. Who plays? Like, everybody plays. Oh. And, and like it the... says under it, MLB opening day. Oh, yeah. So we're super. We're, we're right on it. Yeah. So tomorrow is the last preseason game, and then Thursday's opening day. Well, there we go. That'll be exciting. That'll be uh, we'll have to talk some baseball then next week. Yeah, we will. Maybe the Pirates and the Tigers will get a rare, some rare wins right out of the gate. Yeah, I'm not counting on it for the Tigers, but. You never, you never know. know. Maybe they'll start off hot. You never they know won't. is the line of a struggling uh, fan base of a struggling team. You never know. As long as Riley Green plays well, that's pretty much all I care about. And Torkelson. As long as, as, long as like the young guys do decent, then that's a success for me. Same for me. O'Neal Cruz does well. Happy. I actually... Um, almost picked up a Bowman Chrome gold auto of his. Of O'Neill Cruz? Yeah, and um, it's not an attractive card. Yeah, not really. I do kind of like the design, but like, yeah, the card overall is not. Yeah, not that attractive. It was a nine five too. That's not a gimme, at for a nine five. No, I. Eh, I'm hesitant to say, but I almost want to say it was True Gem Plus. I think it was. I yeah, used but... to have two base and a refractor. Really? That was in 2019, though. Okay. Maybe 2018. Gotcha. Yeah, he his cards exploded. Dude, 
his stuff, it costs so much money. Yeah, that that's what that's why I didn't get the gold. I can't even imagine how much that gold would cost. It was like four. Four? Yeah, because honestly, I could be worse. Yeah, it was just because a guy wanted a card of mine and trade, but he just had like more desirable stuff. So I was yeah. like, I'd rather stay away from this four thousand dollar O'Neill Cruz. Like I and I just don't even know enough about it. I'm a little sus personally on his contact skills are not quite there. But yeah, I mean you look at him and it screams hyped prospect. He's six foot seven, he yeah. plays shortstop, and his power is pretty much the highest power of anyone in the major leagues. Like he has yeah. like his exit velocity on Statcast, he had like the top, like I don't know, top five highest exit velocities last year or something like that. Dang. But yeah, I mean the I context skills need work. I know he is very, very hyped. And I was like, I, I just if I would have got it, I would have wanted to sell it as soon as possible. And I was like, I don't even know who I can get to buy this card for me. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. It's in the Dodgers yeah. uniform, sadly. It also has his name misspelled on it. Fun fact. That's how I used to try to get those on the cheap. Or maybe he changed the spelling of his name. But his name now is like O-N-E-I-L Cruz. But that card says O-N-E-A-L. Oh. I'm almost not, I'm almost positive of that. Fun fact for anyone out there listening who... You know, just your random card knowledge, random facts of the day. Impress your card friends. Uh, fun fact for me, I had no idea. I used to try to get cards on the cheap that way because people would screw up the name. Really? Oh, like you type it in on eBay or something? I type it in both ways. Oh, yeah, I used to do that all the time. I probably typed in Miguel Cabrera 60 different ways. <laughs> Oh, good times. Yeah, really good times. Yeah. I don't think that ever worked for me, honestly. But I spent a lot of time doing it. I think it worked once for me. But it wasn't like a massive steal. It was just like a minor steal. Yeah. There's not a very high success rate in doing that. But And when it works, it works for like to save you five dollars. <laughs> yeah, you buy you buy a fifteen dollar card for like nine ninety five. Yeah, like, that I mean that's about how it worked for me when it when I had success. So yeah. Yeah, that's and I don't think it ever worked for me, but I no. guess it was worth a shot. It is worth a shot. Well, do you want to wrap it there? Episode yeah, seventy four. Talk some baseball next week. Yeah, I'm up for it. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I'm I'm excited too. Weather's getting a little warmer. Baseball season's around the corner. Summer. Boom. There we go. We'll see you next week. <laughs>